Uh, let's fucking do this. Welcome to fucking highly offensive entertainment podcast or hocast. You know, like fucking the acronym highly offensive entertainment. Not like you know, like look at these hoes over here. I think I said that before, didn't I? But yeah, I, I guess. Oh, I could call you know people that actually like that. Well, the one person that actually likes this. No, maybe there's two. I know maybe there's Mike and. You know, maybe Pauly Walnuts or some shit, but I call you, like, hoers. Like, because you ever see, uh, or you ever listen to, uh, shit, what's his name? Um, uh, the What the Fuck po- podcast. Uh, Mark Marin. He's fucking funny as hell. He's I love his podcast. The interviews he does is fucking amazing. But, uh, he calls, he calls his fans, uh what the fuckers and what the fuck buddies i think that's fucking brilliant that's so funny you know like would you want to be a a what the fuck buddy that sounds awesome i would love to be a what the fuck buddy in fact i think i am a what the fuck buddy you know but i could call you know people that like this podcast hoers see that's got a lot of condonations is that even a word I, I I like the Mike Tyson style of speaking, you know, just making up your own fucking words. Cause why not? Who the fuck cares, you know? Yeah, like Howers, like like the Jersey New York accent of oh shit, look at those fucking Howers over there, you know? Like I think Andrew Dice Clay does it the best. Ah, I should have pulled up a clip of Andrew. I need a producer that would fucking. Because an Andrew Dice Clay, because he says it perfectly. He's like, oh, what do you got over there? Look at these fucking hoers, you know? <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, like, hoers. Like, H-O-E apostrophe R-E? No, that's, no, that's, like, ho are right ah man i'm fucking see this is why don't drop out of high school if there's any kids listening don't drop out of high school i dropped out man worst mistake i ever did you know and because not because like at the time like i fucking you know when you're younger you 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 retain information at an a fucking unremarkable rate and as you age, you fucking forget so much shit. Like, my vocabulary used to be fucking impeccable. It was, I had an immense amount of information. Like, I could, you you know. And then all of a sudden, like, one day, I just got fucking, like, extremely stupid. Like, really stupid. Like, I was already stupid. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I got, like, extremely, extremely stupid. It's fucking, getting old sucks, man. Let me tell you. You know? Don't fucking get old. Uh, watching this TikToker, uh, uh, it's a uh, a lawyer. He he's a lawyer. He uh, I think he's about probably fifty, and he uh, his father lives with him. And his father is like I don't know in his eighties or nineties or some shit. And has dementia, and. He, he takes the, he does videos with him, like, you know, and his father, like, the, he's the nicest old man ever, but, like, he forgets every day, like, where he's at, and what, oh my god, it's the saddest fucking thing, and I keep watching it, because it's so interesting, like, the guy, the old guy, such a, a sweet old man, and, like, you know, and you could see him just struggling to understand life, like, like, what, like, where is he, and what happened, he's like, what happened to my house? 
Like, and the son's like, we sold your house. He's like, you sold my house. I'm like, fuck. That guy probably worked like 40 years of his life to buy this fucking house. And, and every single day he wakes up, he finds out that he sold that house. <laughs> like, that house is no longer his. Like, how fucking sad is that? Oh, man, that sucks. God, don't get... Oh, man, if I ever get... I, I've always said this. If I ever get dementia, I just want to be killed. Like, just kill me the fuck off. I don't want to go through dementia. Like, not only is it tough for the family, like, it has to be tough to watch your... I couldn't imagine watching a parent, like, you know, like, forget who you are and forget everything. Like, oh, my God. But imagine it happening to you. Like, holy shit. Just fuck that. Just off me, man. Like, I don't know. I know in the 90s there was a big big thing with this Jack Kevorkian he was like a he was helping people kill themselves you know that had like not just like you know teenagers that wanted to die not those but like people that had uh you know like terminal diseases and shit he would help them die and he went to court and then he got thrown in jail for helping these people die like those are people that want to be put out of their misery like if I get dementia, I want to be put out of my misery. Just fucking whack me. I don't fucking care. Like, uh, please. It'll save everyone some fucking trouble, you know? Ugh. Fucking life is crazy, though, man. <laughs> life sucks. <laughs> but know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about fucking, uh, not fucking, but, well, kind of, but not really. Uh, like, the difference between, like, uh, like this generational like the the generations you know uh you got you know what i think i because i just read there's like seven living or i think seven living generations or some shit i don't know that can't be because like that that can't be i think there's can only probably be like at least four maybe like the fourth generation because you got what like millennials Wait, no, you got, like, what, Gen Z, Millennials, Gen X, who everyone forgets about. I'm a Gen Xer, by the way. If you couldn't tell, obviously, if you know Gen X, you know, yeah. But, but no, everyone forgets Gen X. Like, that's a whole other fucking thing. But, yeah, there's uh, Gen Z, Millennials, right, uh, which is Gen Y, I guess. Gen X, uh, Boomers, you know, because it's always the Boomers versus Millennials. Like, everyone just skips over Gen X. And I think I know why. Uh, but wait, uh, before millennials or boomers, uh, I forget. I don't even know. I only know the three, right? Only three? I don't know. But why is it always like Gen X? Nobody fucking remembers Gen X. Like, it's always like boomers versus fucking millennials and shit. And I think I understand why. Because Gen X, us Gen Xers, like, I'm not speaking for all Gen Xers. Like, you know, I, I think it's a, a, you know, like, Gen X doesn't give a fuck. Like, we ain't sweating shit, you know? Like, like boomers are fucking bitching about everything. Millennials. And that the other thing, too, is, like... Like, I use the term snowflake. I know a lot of people use that term to just, like, call all millennials or uh, Gen Z. I think it's Gen Z. I don't even know. But, like, to call them all fucking snowflakes. And I think that's completely fucking wrong. Like, you can't call it because they don't, like, we all, like, when we're growing up, you don't know any better. You grow up the way you grow up. Like, like what you're given. Like, when I grew up, like, they're... 
there was no like internet like when i was a kid i was playing fucking you know nintendo entertainment system you know playing nintendo and shit play like fucking i remember when fucking zelda came out the legend of zelda the original legend of zelda i remember that shit i was a little kid you know super mario brothers the first super mario brothers you know like it was like the fucking most amazing thing it's like holy shit you you fucking put the shit in blow it you know fucking put it in play You're like oh my god these graphics are the best ever because i also remember playing atari 2600 that shit was the bomb yo i remember going to the fucking mall and shit and get like going to kb toy store like every fucking saturday my mom would take me to kb toy store and shit we go in we look at all the fucking you know all the Atari games. I think they were like twenty bucks too. Like twenty bucks was the max, maybe. I I don't really remember, but I, I have a feeling it was like twenty bucks, right? But that was a lot back then. I remember being like, "Oh shit, yeah, we're gonna get a game, yo. This is a fucking bomb." Like, and you know, you just get the game, and like the 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 art on the box was like the most amazing shit. You're like, "Whoa, this is fucking crazy." Then you get it home, and like the graphics suck ass, but you're like, "Oh my god, it looks so real." It's like no, they're like little fucking blocks with like sticks out of them, it, you know. Uh, it was fucking absurd. Like, a great representation of that is, which I fucking love, uh, from regular show, Dig Champs. Just look up Dig Champs. I did a, I made a fucking uh, a Dig Champs thing, but uh, on uh, videos. You can see it at hocastcomedy.com. Uh, but it's just like, duh, 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 Dig Champs. And they're like the shittiest graphics, like just barely moving and shit. But they're like, whoa, this is the best graphics ever. Like that's the perfect representation of like Gen X gaming. <laughs> like every fucking time. Like, you know, every new generation of... Uh, of uh systems like it was like whoa like graphics can't get any better than this it's like when fucking mario super mario or zelda or fucking any of them games those early games came out it was like whoa oh my god i can't believe this like look at the sword it looks so real <laughs> you know like you, like Zelda, you get the fucking, you know, the heart and shit. It's like, oh my god, that heart looks so fucking real. It's, it's crazy. But, like, you know, like, everybody grows up in a different time, in a different era, you know? And, like, fucking... Uh, like, Gen Z is growing up in, like, the most... Not only... Say, like... I don't know why. I don't know who do, if anyone knows why, who knows? I don't know. But, like, you have so much information available. It's insane. Like, if I, 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 I bet I have, I can't imagine being a kid, even like maybe what? Like, just pick an age, like 13, and having all this information available to me. Like, when I was 13, like, the only information, like, you know, is, like, from your friends, that, like, you know, people, word of mouth, magazines, TV, movies, you know, like, you only had, like, that, and at that time, that seemed like a lot, you know, like, oh, look, at I have all this access to information, 
you know, like, like I remember going to like, you know, like a CVS and like you have the magazine rack and like it's huge. Like there's tons of magazines. They still have those kind of fucking things at places like Barnes and Nobles. Tons and tons and tons of magazines. Does anyone even fucking notice those? Like I remember I, I always noticed those when I was a kid because like that, there's all this information right there. But now like you have the Internet. You don't need magazines to fucking, you know. It's like I, you know, because I was an amateur boxer when I was a kid, and I loved the fucking boxing magazines, you know, there was Boxing World Monthly, KO Magazine was my favorite, and like, you know, the only, like now, I just go on the fucking internet, like I, I want to know what, uh, you know, what fights are coming up, or, you know, who Tyson Fury's fighting, or what's going on, this, that, or the other thing, just go online, and bang, it's fucking right there. If I wanted to know back in the day, I had to get the fucking magazine, I had to go to CVS, and you know, if it's... The, the new monthly magazine didn't come out yet. Well, I'm asked out. And there's only so much information in that magazine, you know. But now, you can fucking find out anything in an instant. And everyone has a voice. Everyone's fucking putting their fucking two cents in. I mean, look at me right here now. I'm putting my two cents in. Who the fuck am I? I'm nobody special. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many people that, uh, you know aren't exactly special or have anything good to say do i i don't even know if i have anything good to say do i who the fuck knows you know the fucking mike and polly walnuts you tell me mike and polly walnuts you guys only listening right maybe fucking uh maybe sierra maybe you're listening too right like fucking that's it <laughs> you know but yeah i want to take a look at like uh like what other people think you know like, let me know in the comments, too. Like, what? tell me what you think. But, uh, yeah, let's see. So, like, because uh, I'm on this, uh, this Facebook page, uh, Generation X. Because, you know, they post memes and shit. I always find it interesting. But uh, I read a fucking uh, a post that I was like, oh, my God, this puts everything. Like, this is exactly what Gen X is in the boomer versus millennial uh era you know like where we fit in and then the person fucking and i saved that i was like oh yeah i'm gonna fucking talk about this shit and i went to it today because i really wanted to talk about it and it's fucking gone like they either privated it or whatever oh it's like fuck but here let's fucking let's look at this ah my fucking Venom energy drink. If Venom wants to sponsor the podcast, feel free. I drink your fucking energy drinks all the time. I fucking love them. Who the fuck makes this? It's probably like... Who the fuck knows? Whatever. Who cares? Nobody gives a shit. I'm the only one drinking Venom. Uh, Alright, so this is in response to, I guess, the, the Super Bowl halftime show. Because it had fucking... Uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, uh, I think Mary J. Blige was in it, uh, a couple other people maybe, I didn't watch it because I don't give a shit, like, I love football, uh, not this year, who gives a shit about the Rams and fucking, you know, Bengals, fuck them, I want Tom Brady in that shit, you know, go for a fucking eighth winning Super Bowl, 11 Super Bowl, like, it's fucking mind-blowing, like, like, football fans don't even know how fucking lucky they are in this generation. Because I remember, like, fucking, like, back in the day, Steve Young and fucking, like, Joe Montana was before my time. But Steve Young, I was fucking huge fan. 49ers and shit, you know? 
Like, I was like, wow, I'm living in such a great time. You know, you got this fucking great quarterback. Like, Tom Brady is going to be the greatest fucking football player, probably sports player of all time because it's just fucking mind-blowing. But I'm getting off topic, which I always do, which makes me a horrible fucking podcaster. So I apologize. (laughs) But um, this person says, it's a very interesting read to all of you that didn't quote-unquote get it last night and i guess in regards to the fucking halftime show uh first of all i believe one of the best things was it was a real show and without one political message message satanic references simulated sex or stunt (laughs) whoa these fucking halftime shows must be crazy i never watched any just music of a generation Remember, your parents didn't like or appreciate the Beatles or Elvis either. Plus, really, unless you were watching for the commercials or a Cincinnati fan, the whole game was about this concert. Then there was this. As a generation, the last two years, we've had to bury our parents slash children, friends we grew up with, and lost careers. We have had to start all over while being faced with new responsibilities associated with a quote-unquote new normal during these unprecedented times. We needed this 13 minutes for 13 minutes on Sunday in the middle of probably the most mentally and emotionally taxing time of our lives. Us, Generation X slash older millennials, were comforted, recharged, and didn't have a care in the world. We were taken back to a simpler times in our lives. We were encouraged knowing that the one and only D-O-double-G is still riding with D-R-E. We partied like it was our birthday with 50. That's how, dude, B-I-R-F-D-A-Y is how I fucking write birthday for everything. Like, when I, I wish someone a happy birthday, like on fucking Facebook or comment or anything like that, I always, that's how I write it. Happy birthday. I even got a Perver Pete meme. Happy birthday with an F. I didn't even realize it was a Gen X thing. I thought it was like, I just thought I was being retarded. We got it crunk with Mary and reminded we don't need no hater, hateration. We were reminded by Eminem that when you have one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, take it, lose yourself in the moment, own it, and never let it go. These are the reminders we need. We are the strongest, influential generation to date. We still got it. Uh, They still got it, maybe. I don't think, like, everyone. You can't just say, see, I hate that generation, generational argument, too. Like, we're the best generation. You know, boomers are the best generation. Gen X is the best generation. Like, no. Like, you can't generalize a whole generation, like that, like as the best, you know, like every generation has its positives and negatives. Like, come on, man. Like, I hate that. Uh, let's see what Sarah says. We are we are the forgotten generation. Yeah, I think that that's true. I would say everyone else is so focused on zennials and millennials and boomers it's okay though we know what we bring to the proverbial table we lived through some weird shit had to figure things out on our own that's definitely true but so did boomers too right i mean even more so they didn't even have they had like three four channels like when i grew up like hbo was a new thing but at least we had cable 
Like back then you had like three channels and shit, right? It's even less information. Just because we didn't like it doesn't mean we didn't get it. The show appealed to a segment of the generation, not all of it. If you liked it, cool. The negative reaction is a total Gen X response of being annoyed that a group professes to speak for the whole. Why? So why are some Gen Xers mad at it? Like, what was the big deal? I, I, shit, I wish I fucking... I, I have no idea what... Uh, I have no idea what happened. Better than watching Katy Perry get lifted in the air with her butt hanging out with sharks dancing on stage and saying she's in love with a teenage dream, trying to speak to a generation of little girls that isn't even watching the game. Alright, calm down. Who cares? I love all music. I would have rocked out if it was Metallica. Yeah, Metallica! <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is stupid. Who cares about that? Uh... Let's see. Uh, this must be in regards to banning books. Do you know why my generation doesn't ban books? My generation? Generation X? You know why it doesn't ban books? Because we went from reading Encyclopedia Brown, jumped immediately to Flowers in the Attic, back to Super Fudge, then we read Children of the Corn, adds, adds some Highlights magazine, and then we called it a day. Whoa, okay, tough guy. <laughs> Fucking hardcore reader right there. But Highlights was the bomb diggity shit, yo. If you don't know what Highlights magazine is, look it up. It was, uh, like, I remember it as a kid. I don't know. It might be garbage. But, like, as a kid, it was the best. Like, every month I'd be looking forward to it coming in the mail. Because, like, they had a... <laughs> They had a, a cartoon, like a, you know, like a cartoon, what, what do you call it? A comic strip called, like, Goofus and Gallant. Goofus, he was the fuck up, and he was, like, you know, he edgy as hell. He'd go do bad shit, and Gallant, he was the good Christian brother. You know, they were brothers, I think. And, like, you know, Goofus would go do some fucking dumb shit, like, you know, like, go fucking, you know, cut a dog's tail off or fucking, you know, do some prank or some shit, and Gallant would correct him or do the right thing. I don't know, but it was, that's all I remember. I remember, there was other stuff too, but it was like more kid shit, but, I don't know, Goofus and Gallant, anyone that knows highlights knows Goofus and Gallant. That shit was the bomb, yo. Uh, yeah, I fucking, who cares about banning books? It's so stupid, you know? I mean, it's just a different time. Uh, honestly, Gen X needs less memes about book banning, burning, and more people running for government positions, so asshats and simpletons can't ban in the first place. I don't know, I think... I think anything is, with that, you know, they're just fucking... You know, public pressure is so fucking extreme now with fucking social media. Like, if, like, I think a lot of people on social media also just follow along, you know, like, whatever's the, you know, whatever the, the right thing, you know, quote unquote, the right thing to say is, that's what they fucking say, you know? It's, it's, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of, like, even though a lot of people can put their opinions out there, I think a lot of the opinions are just fucking, are, are just following along, you know, with what they think is right. Like, like Ethan Klein. Ethan Klein's a perfect example of that. Like, he used to be fucking, he used to be, you know, like a, like a Gen because I don't know, I guess he's a millennial, but 
Like, he had that Gen X mentality. Like, you look at his earlier shit on H3H3 Productions. Like, he, he's fucking talking shit about people. He's calling, you know, he's calling people out for being fucking phonies and fat and making jokes and everything. Now, he's a fucking, he's a snowflake. Like, when you use the word, like, when I use the word snowflake, like, it's not a whole generation. It's certain people. And he's a snowflake. And a fake snowflake at that. I guarantee he doesn't believe shit he's saying. You know, like he's just going along with what he thinks is going to, you know, like get him, you know, like like props like because he's like going at like he he went from being edgy and like being himself and like not being afraid of saying what he wants to this, you know, scared fucking, you know, just trying to appease a, a small minority of people. It's it's pathetic. You know, I think a lot of. I think a lot of YouTubers have used that that term with him too. Like it's just pathetic. Like why are you doing it? But I don't know. I just don't get why banning books. I mean, banning in general, banning everything is just so stupid. Like why is everyone can't like cancel culture? That's what it is. It's fucking cancel culture. And cancel culture is fucking horrible, man. You know cancel culture is the worst like you can't like it's like just it's like the past is like everything in the past that happened that isn't you know acceptable now is you know just ban it it's bad it never it it was bad and that's it even though at the time like yes of course like human rights violations like fucking you know slavery and all that of course like yeah that's fucking that's uh, of course but when we're talking about like jokes and shit like and not even like hurtful jokes just you know things that they think is too edgy you know it's it's just crazy then you got gen xers like this which i you know it's okay it's all right but this person says when you think about it most of us gen xers and even boomers who have made it this far are damn near indestructible we did the moon's waiting cocaine that's true like the 80s apparently were crazy like everybody was fucking snorting cocaine and i remember my father when i was younger he was always like fucking you know like he was always like rushing around he's like you know fucking wiping his nose and shit uh we did the moon's weight in cocaine enough acid to wallpaper the sun whoa that's a lot survived getting our asses beat when we stepped out of line that's true i remember I remember some instances, instances. I remember one time, me and my stepbrother, if I, I remember I was 16, and, you know, this was like, I guess, like, you know, the mid to late 90s, and we went out clubbing to, in New York, and, you know, because that was the thing to do, clubbing was the shit, and we went clubbing, and fucking, we came home at like 7.30 in the morning, and we were fucking fucked up and tired and shit, and we... We just fuck it. I remember we we like every time we see each other, we always fucking reminisce about this story because it was so funny. Like you know, we 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 both remember opening the door, fucking just like laying, just clonking out on our beds and shit, and then you know, just about to pass out, and then boom, my father kicks open the door. He says, "You motherfuckers aren't going to sleep. Get up!" And he like picked me up by the neck and threw me into my brother's bed. <laughs> And he just started like fucking hitting us and shit. He's like, get the fuck up. You're not going to sleep. What do you think you're doing? And he was right. Like, dude, like 
He wasn't like that's not like I don't consider like I'm sure someone would like you know fucking you know someone that you know like a Gen Z or whatever would be like oh my god that's such abuse and all that nah you know what it's not he's right like dude we're, we're you know I'm 16 and my stepbrother was 17 and you know like we we shouldn't be fucking go like we lived in New Jersey you know like we shouldn't be driving with our friends to fucking New York to go clubbing we're underage you know getting fucked up on alcohol and drugs <laughs> like that shit's bad like we need you know you know what i mean but we ended up like <laughs> but so then so to finish the story i went <laughs> you know he fucking you know he was fucking throwing us around the room and shit throwing us into each other just like yelling he's like you motherfuckers aren't going to sleep get the fuck up go mow the lawn it was like 7 30 at night it was december and there was like snow on the ground i was like yeah you want me to go mow the lawn i'll go fucking mow the lawn so i went outside i started mowing the lawn i was singing some shit like all loud like an asshole i was i think it was like some fucking dumbass r&b shit like it's fucking because you know just yelling and mowing snow i was mowing snow like that's how fucking insane it was but then you know because that was a i guess that was a saturday morning and then uh sunday afternoon we ended up going to rehab (laughs) we ended up in rehab (laughs) oh it was hilarious but yeah (laughs) yeah that was hilarious we ended up in rehab yeah i think i was in rehab uh for two weeks I think it was two weeks, but yeah, it was funny. Rehab was funny because, because <laughs> like, uh, oh wait, no, my stepbrother was eighteen. I was sixteen because my stepbrother had to go to the adult unit of the rehab, and it was a nice rehab. White Deer Run, that shit was fucking nice. Like it was like rich people fucking shit, you know. Uh, yeah, it's because my my father worked on the docks, and that's a whole thing, you know. But. He was in the adult rehab. I was, like, in the kiddie rehab because I was only 16. And, you know, like, everyone there is for, like, they're there for, like, drugs and shit. Like, I wasn't into drugs uh, all that much. Like, it wasn't, like, I wasn't addicted, you know. Like, I, I, I smoke a little weed. It didn't matter. I didn't like weed, so I didn't really do it. But I, I fucking drink my ass off. So, <laughs> so everyone's there. Like, all the kids and shit, they're there for, like, fucking heroin and fucking meth and all this hardcore shit and i'm like yeah fucking i drank <laughs> everyone's like oh that's it <laughs> like nobody thought that shit was a big deal so i was like ah fuck it yeah that's all man i just drank <laughs> you know everyone's like ah, yeah all right no big deal you know they're talking about their heroin stories you know like 16 year old fucking you know like it's, uh, it's fucking sucking dick for heroin and shit. It's fucking horrible and shit, you know. But I met my friend Wendy there. We're still friends to this day. Shout out to her. Uh, but, yeah, it was fucking... That shit was crazy. But, yeah, it <laughs> went off on a tangent there. But, yeah, we survived our asses getting beat. You know, like, because most of us deserved it and shit. Like, a situation like that, like I just described. I deserved it. You know, like, fucking, you gotta get in line, man. You can't be doing that shit. You know, especially when you're a kid. You know, a lot of us survived unspoken shit. Survived roaming the cities and countrysides unsupervised since we could talk. Or since we could walk. That's true. Like, I remember, I remember going out, like, when I was a kid. Like, 
when I was a kid, like, we fucking go out for, like, hours, like, just, like, you know, like, fucking seven, eight, nine, just, like, fucking roaming the streets, you know, fucking skateboarding and riding our bikes in the fucking woods and shit and starting fires in the fucking forest. And I remember we did, we did this fucking really bad shit. Like, they had these uh, really big dirt hills because they were doing fucking construction building condos or whatever and we fucking go in those dirt hills and we fucking throw rocks at cars like we're you know just throwing them up in the air and the rock would come down and hit the car in the fucking windshield and shit like that was a horrible thing to do holy shit like looking back on that that fucking like we could have really fucking like killed someone i mean you know i don't want to make excuses but the road was you know 35 mile an hour you know uh, speed limit but that was a fucking fucked up thing to do like you know what i mean horrible could have killed someone you know but like yeah we just fucking do you just go out and shit you know now fucking everyone's worried about fucking pedophiles and kidnappers and you know like you can't do shit who wants to do shit you got the internet you know don't <laughs> just go online uh we what else did we do we drank out of water from hoses and streams true always remember that never heard of health food till millennials came along uh yeah i'm trying to think yeah i guess it wasn't like in the 80s and 90s even like i don't think health food was as big i think because of social media and the access to information there had to be health food back then just not as much like because you know, the more information you get, the, you know, more advancement you can do. So, but I'm sure there was health food, just not as healthy, maybe. Uh, worked as hard as any previous generations. Fought as hard as any previous generations. We ain't ever gonna die, because only the good die young, and we some bad motherfuckers. Eh, I don't know about that take. I mean, it's just, every generation is different you know uh yeah this person says there's always been health food trust me i grew up on tiger's milk i guess tiger's milk is something good grew up drinking nothing but jolt cola and still healthy as a horse hey see i i hate takes like that because it's like with the covid and shit too like hey i fucking got covid i didn't die so what's the big deal you know it's always yes there's those outliers but i'm sure most people that drink and i remember jolt cola i'm sure many people that you know just like drugs too like fucking you know like even me like when i was uh when i was well 18 or 19 i started uh doing ephedrine like heavily to like stay awake and shit because i had you know for certain reasons i had to uh so i would stay awake for fucking you know two three days straight and i would fucking down ephedrine like an insane amount and fucking like back then too even before that uh because ephedrine got banned i remember ephedrine i was taking it ephedrine got banned and i found one place where i could get it legally so that's why I started, I started buying them out and shit. But people were dying because, like, that was, like, a, you know, like, clubber kids would take it and shit. And, uh, and people, well, kids in, in particular were dying because their fucking hearts were exploding from it. And I remember some fucking nights, my fucking heart would be like, bah! like, I'd be fucking, like, feeling like a crackhead. I'd never done crack in my life, but 
I would feel like a crackhead, like all just like fucking, like all cracked out, you know? And, but like, you know, I, I, not that I had to do it, but I chose to do it. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, I didn't, my point is, I didn't fucking die, so it must be okay, right? It's that fucking take. I hate that take. It's such a stupid take. Well, if it didn't happen to me, it must be true for everybody. It's like, what are you, a fucking retard? Okay, you're an outlier. I was an outlier with ephedrine, you know? Fucking idiots. I hate that take so bad. (laughs) You know? The only reason we survived all that is because we aren't in our 60s yet. Watch what happens. Yeah, well, you know, like, then you'll have the one guy in his 60s that's like, Well, I'm not dead. I did I did tons of coke and crack, and I'm not dead, so it must be okay. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Or the whole generation is, you know, fuck out of here. This person says there was health food. My friend Anne Marie, who lived across the alley, wasn't allowed to eat sugar, poor child. They lived on health food, no candy. She had a stash of cherry-flavored vitamin C tablets. Oh, she was hardcore, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's fucking... I guess all these comments are about health food. I definitely heard of health food in the 80s. Yeah, I'm sure there was health food. There had to be health food. I mean, we all fucking... You know, but... We live in a time where you can... You know... Access. It's all about access now, you know? This guy says, boomers, millennials, and Gen Z spend their days angry about politics and saving the world while us Gen X people in our 40s and 50s are still smoking pot, playing video games, and reading comics. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, that's, again, I don't know if that's a generational thing, you know? Because, like, I was, like, when, at the height of my pete stuff like i was fucking psychotic on it i was just psychotic like about everything like fucking i read a bad take or fucking some shit's going on i'd be all fucking angry and like oh god i'd be all over social media fucking getting banned and suspended and you know but then i fucking i started mellowing out like i started smoking weed just like a year and a half ago too like i never smoked weed like i smoked weed when i was a kid but i didn't like it so i, I stopped smoking i started smoking you know Lindsay peer pressured me and thank god she did i always i will always for the rest of my life thank Lindsay for peer pressuring me to smoke pot and i started smoking pot maybe a week you know a year and a half ago and it was the greatest fucking thing man you know and i started to fucking mellow out but i was starting to mellow out before well no it was at around the same time like i just started thinking differently you know so some shit happened in my life and i just had to like start thinking differently and you know, it all changed, but yeah, fucking weed, and, you know, I don't know, are we, are, is Gen X more mellow, I think as a whole, yeah, I mean, that, that might be r- right, like, as a whole, I guess, and that's why I guess Gen Xers don't get put into that millennial, uh, millennial boomer argument, because, like, Gen X just doesn't give a shit, you know, like, there's this great fucking, like uh there's a great I love watching it too. Uh you know, fucking Nirvana, uh Kurt Cobain and shit, you know, that's fucking that's a Gen Xer right there. Uh they did uh, Nirvana played uh, cuz apparently like in Europe and shit, they can uh 
or they like when you go on live TV, you have to have like the band can't actually play. They have to fucking play a track, you know, uh, for whatever reason. I guess it's easier for, you know, the live show or whatever. But, you know, the 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 lead singer can sing. And of course, Nirvana was like, yo, fuck that. We ain't fucking dealing with that. So like Kurt just got up there and started dicking around and the whole band was just dicking around and he's fucking he's blowing the microphone and playing like it's just so funny. You got to fuck it. Here we I just want I mean, I'm sure I could pull up a little bit of it. Here they are. Nirvana. Nirvana. I love that from uh, uh, was that in bloom. You ever see the In Bloom video? Guys like, here they are, Nirvana. But yeah, it's Nirvana Live. Uh, uh, shit, what would you call it? Nirvana Live. I don't know. Don't give a fuck. Because, like, that's really what it was. But, like, yeah, I guess that, that would be... Like that would, uh, uh, or Nirvana Live Funny. They were funny as hell, too. I was like, yeah, here it is. Nirvana Butchers smells like teen spirit on purpose. I love every, like, it seems like every six months I gotta fucking just watch this because it's so fucking, I don't know. I like, like, because back, back in like the 90s, I remember, like, selling out was a fucking was a big deal like if you if you were set like you got to keep it real and shit like keeping it real was a huge thing in the 90s because i remember like if like i remember you could not like a, a a celebrity or like a rapper especially a gangster rapper in particular like you can't be promoting like you know pepsi and shit and all that you you're fucking selling out you got to keep it real like keeping it real was a big deal now fucking everyone sells out and like nobody calls it that and it is selling like there's a lot of situations where people are selling out like i i remember seeing an article like which fucking was pretty funny like uh, people saying joe rogan was selling out for signing a hundred million dollar contract like yeah in the 90s that would definitely be considering selling out but joe rogan he really didn't sell out because he only licensed his show to Spotify. He fucking owns his show. He can do whatever he wants. Like he he has no rules, you know. But like selling out would be like you know like fucking Eminem promoting Pepsi and shit. Like nah, you can't fucking do that. You a sellout. You gotta keep it real. But yeah, but Nirvana fucking kept it real. Now I guarantee there is no fucking musician or actor or anyone that would do shit like this because you know like. Yo, you know, you, you got to fucking get, you, you got to make as much money as you possibly can. You got to get as famous as you can. You got to make as much money as you can because that's, that's what it's all about. Apparently, you know, especially, oh, that's a whole other thing too. that I want to fucking get into is like the China thing, but wait, you got to, we got to play a little bit of this. This is great. I fucking love this. Not this ad. YouTube has gotten out of hand with these fucking ads. I am so sick of ads. Engine, we power Look at this. Two fucking, two fucking ads. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. 
That's right, never tell a punk band what to do. We don't fuck around. Nirvana was set to perform the recent hit single Smells Like Teen Spirit on the British music chart television program, Top of the Pops. At the time, the show had a policy that required artists to sing live vocals over pre-recorded backtracks. As you would expect, Kurt Cobain and his bandmates would not let this go without having some fun. Yeah, and they're not they're, they're not dicks about it. They're just like, yo, we're just fucking, let's hook this shit up. What resulted was and still is one of the greatest middle fingers to live performances ever. The band literally made its own shred video. That's why I fucking love this, man. Because it, it's just, you know, it's... With smells like teen spirit. fucking love this video so much like yeah there's been instances where bands like you could look it up like there's tons and tons from you know i mean shit from what like the fucking maybe even 60s but like 60s to now even like you know doing some fucking like you know like a fuck you to you know television or whatever and just doing a fucking crazy or funky weird performance or whatever but I just love this one. I've seen others, but I just love this one. Like, cause just Kurt is just like the whole thing. He's just like, you know, the lyrics, like how he's doing it. It's just so weird, you know? I just fucking love it. Entertain us, 
the fucking the hand thing, like how he's playing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, fuck it. Look at Just like, yeah. Right? I fuck it. I love it. We need, this guy says, we need more artists today that protest this ridiculous tradition of singing to pre recorded music tracks or playing to pre recorded vocal tracks. It ruins live experience. So kudos to Nirvana. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. That's fucking true, right? But I mean, just to fucking, like, you will never see that shit now. Like, you'll never see that shit. You know? Because, like, it's all about making money. Because, like, probably Nirvana doing that, you know, probably, almost definitely, uh, you know, turned off some fucking shows that were like, you know what? We were going to have Nirvana on, but, like, you know, they might fucking do something that we're not expecting and or that's outrageous. And we don't want to fucking deal with that, you know? And... You know, they lost out on that, which lost out on album sales and, you know, but they didn't give a fuck. Now, it's about the fucking bottom line dollar. Like, everything is money. Like, the fucking, you want to talk about selling out celebrities? Here, wait. Oh, fuck. I got my microphone in front of my shit, so it's like celebrities. Probably one of the biggest fucking problems is celebrities selling out to China. Like, it is not just celebrities, whole fucking sports leagues. The NBA has sold out to China. Like, I don't think, like, if, if, uh, like, because like I said earlier, uh, in the early mid, or all of the 90s, like, selling out was, or no, towards the end it was starting to get acceptable, but like, uh, especially the grunge era. In the grunge era, if you fucking... Like, selling out was a fucking big deal. But we're only talking, like, you know, selling out by getting a sponsor. Holy shit. If YouTube was... Like, the YouTube of now was in, say, like, 93, 1993. Like, Gen X minds would explode. Like, look at all these fucking sellouts. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> Everyone has a sponsorship you know but what would probably fucking just like make every gen xer like fucking lose their shit would be how celebrities are selling out to china now like john cena like it's fucking path like that's just fucking pathetic i think yeah because uh Bill Maher does a great fucking segment on Real Time with Bill Maher about this. Because it's like, holy shit. Like, John Cena did a whole fucking apology. Because he, he said Taiwan was its own country. Right? It's Taiwan, isn't it? Taiwan is its own country. Which it is. But he had to apologize to to China. All of China. Uh, well, the China government. That... He's so sorry that he fucking said that because of money. Because he can't, you know, like, everything he's involved with. Because he's a big fucking movie star now. He can't fucking, he has to fucking, you know, it's all about the the fucking bottom line. Bill Maher does a great segment. Like, I, I fucking, I should play that now because it's a great segment. I can't fucking 
you know, I, I can't top it. It is excellent. We're, we're going to fucking finally, take a new look rule. at Someone it. Someone has to tell China, you can steal our trade secrets. Here we go. I got to just, yeah, okay. Make sure it's good. Okay. Our software and our intellectual property, but we draw the line at our hot freestyle skiers. <laughs> Now, if you've been like me over the past few weeks, glued to your TV watching the Olympics, that makes exactly two of us. Yeah, right? I we knew there were the shithole countries, but who knew there was a shithole superpower? Yeah, I've watched but, it winter Olympics already. I'm sure you've heard about American citizen Eileen Gould, the beautiful model, influencer, and now gold medal winning skier who was born and raised here in America, but who chose to ski in the Olympics for China. Cool, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. It, that makes sense. Is, is that cool now? <laughs> choose to represent a totalitarian police state over America? The Olympics pretends to only be about sports, but, of course, the games have always been a bit of a proxy war for which country has the best system. And by choosing Team China, Eileen Gu became a living symbol of China's Eileen triumph Gu. over the West. <laughs> Which wouldn't bother me so much uh, if I thought name. China had triumphed over us. I'd like to fucking... I'd like to goo all over Eileen, right? Uh, oh, that's a good one. In the ways that really matter. But they haven't. Now, we do have human rights issues right here at home. We do. But we're still at least for another three years... A, <laughs> uh, Joe Biden's a democracy so great. based on freedom. And they are an authoritarian surveillance state based on how'd you like to disappear for a few months? Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> fucking like nuts, that man. Uh, tennis player who recently vanished for a while when she said she'd been raped by a government official. We do still throw too many black people in jail. But perspective matters. China has basically jailed an entire ethnic minority, the Uyghurs. A situation that both the Weakers. Trump and Biden administrations has called a genocide. America is not close to that. And it's a cynical dodge to pretend that China's sins should be overlooked because we all do it. No. In 1997, Britain returned wait, to Hong Kong. Wait, time out, time out. That goes against everything cancel culture is. Like, you don't, like... Like, in America especially, like... You, it, it's isn't it like shameful to be a white male now? Like you're a cis white male, you know, because of the fucking past, because of slavery, you know, like because of slavery, I'm an asshole, you know. I have nothing to do with slavery, but I'm an asshole because I'm white, you know. Like no, I mean this is something totally different. And why aren't fucking, why aren't, why isn't cancel culture canceling China? Is it because of the celebrities that are, like, so supportive of China? I wonder. Because you would think fucking, you know, Gen Z Twitter fucking Twitter activists would be all over China, right? To China. That's with weird. an agreement that Beijing, that from Beijing, that Hong Kong could retain its free press, honest courts, and democratic government. Well, they lied. Democracy and freedom are being crushed there, and China doesn't want anyone to talk about it. And because so much money is involved, no one does. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, when That's the general manager of the Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey, tweeted, fight for freedom, stand with Hong that. Kong, he 
was forced to apologize. <laughs> In America, we're supposed to root for democratic government, not apologize for it. And that's the problem. It's all about money. That's all it is. It's all about money. Money, 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 money. Back in the fucking, you know, Gen Xers, it wasn't all about money. Like you had, like you stood for something back in the day. Like standing for something meant something. I mean, it still means something now, but it's completely like backwards and upside down. It's insane. It really is. Like, like, uh, it blows the my NBA mind. The NBA has a television deal with China worth a billion and a half dollars. So mm -hmm. LeBron James said Maury needed to be educated on the situation. Just think about that for a second. He needs to be educated. Maury, the guy, the guy who said, you know, fucking stand with Hong Kong or whatever, needs to be educated on this situation. What situation is that, LeBron? Tell us. Tell us. Educate us, LeBron. Like, what a dumb fucking take. The situation being, I got some shoes to sell. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Sell out. Sell out, sell out, sell out. This is exactly what, like, Gen Xers in the 90s were, like, you know, so against. Like, it's like, you know, you fucking sell out. Fuck you, you sell out. Like, you sell out, you're a fucking punk. Vanilla Ice, who at one point, like, if you look up Ice Ice, you don't know what Ice Ice Baby is, look it up. It's the cringiest fucking video in the world. Vanilla Ice was cringy. I remember as a kid... When Vanilla Ice was big, I was maybe 10, 11, and I remember just seeing Vanilla Ice and being like, man, this is, yeah, this makes me uncomfortable. He's so, like, he came off as fake to me. Like, it was just, like, so fake. He's not, he can't be real. And when he did, he did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, when he did that, everyone was calling him a sellout. He fucking, like, he was number one. He was, like, the first rapper rapper in quotes to like hit number one or some shit or some and like everyone was like yo fuck him he's a sellout like look but nowadays like what lebron hey you know it's all about making money 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 integrity doesn't matter and being fake about it that's what gets me like why are people so okay with this fakeness? Like LeBron, like like Bill, Bill just said, like LeBron, you know, oh, Daryl Morey needs to be, or I'm sorry, I, you know, LeBron, I, I can't do a LeBron accent, but you know, Daryl Morey needs to be educated. Educated on what exactly, LeBron? We know it's, a, you know, like, I don't know what the fuck is, yeah, I'm stupid, I don't know, what is it, a double, not a double entendre, but like, the real meaning behind what LeBron is saying is it's about money. He needs to sell shoes. Like, you can't be talking shit about China because I need to make more money. And the way I make more money is in China. Forget about standing up for, you know, what I believe is right. I need to make more money because I don't have enough money. Like, it, it, that's the American way. You know what I mean? And why isn't this cancel culture on this type of shit. That's what fucking blows my mind. They're so busy bitching about comedians saying words or something they tweeted in 2015. You know, some bullshit. You know, but this, this is okay. Like, I think, I think cancel culture is just dumb. I think they go after whatever seems simple to them, whatever will get them more tweets and likes. 
than actual fucking shit. Like that that's a that's another fucking thing, man. Like the fakeness of cancel culture. Like cancel culture is fucking bullshit. It's not about doing what's right. I'm sure there's some people that are, you know, they want to do good. They want to do what's right. But they get sucked into this cancel culture shit cuz you know the 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 I don't know, the energy of getting, you know, fucking retweets and likes and, you know, getting attention and shit is so fucking, and the easiest way to get that is to just like fucking, you know, type in keywords and look for celebrities that tweeted shit back in 2014 and 2017 and all that shit. And, you know, you find one, it's like, oh, oh shit, I can use this. Let's fucking put this out there. We're going to go fucking viral, you know, instead of like, real fucking shit like this like yo this is fucking you know like doing it for fucking money you know so like someone said some uh fucking joke that was funny in 2018 you know but that you know might be considered inappropriate now like that that seems ballless like you have no balls you know what i mean like that's fucking weak you want to fucking you want to cancel someone you want to go after you want to do the right thing fucking do the right thing on some like fucking human rights shit like this like china china is fucking violating human rights like a motherfucker but because lebron james you know says china is cool when his motives are just fucking money like i don't know is that too complicated for people that want to that are into cancel culture or quote-unquote doing the right thing is that too advanced for you it's simpler to just fuck it i think so i think that's what makes cancel culture and people that try to cancel people so fucking pathetic you know like you're you're so you you type in a keyword and uh oh here here's fucking joe rogan said something in 2015 let's fucking tweet it out we're gonna go viral you know what i mean i think it's dickless i think it's ballless I think it's stupid. I think you 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 have to be a stupid person. You know, like I mean, how stupid are you? Don't you have any, you know, do you have any intelligence at all? Can you do maybe a little research or like, you know, like stand for something, you know, that actually means something? Cuz like, you know, a joke someone said in 2015 or no, let's not even go that far back, 2018, you know? A joke really words you know not even hurtful words like just making fun of someone you know or going or making fun of a stereotype like i it just seems dickless i think i think people that try to cancel people are dickless you have no balls grow some balls you know you want to fucking make a change you want to do something like do something get you know like searching for keywords you know that's you know, any fucking idiot can do that. Eh, maybe that says something about uh, cancel culture, you know? Could it be that they're just idiots? I don't know. I'm not saying they are, but uh, I don't know. Seems like they might be. Kowtow is a Chinese word, but boy, Americans have gotten good at it. For years, Google proudly refused to kowtow to Chinese censors, adopting the slogan, don't be evil. But the Chinese market proves 
so lucrative that, well, okay, a little evil. <laughs> That's the money. deal China offers American companies and celebrities. We'll All give you money. access to our billion-plus consumers as long as you shut up about the whole police state genocide thing. John Cena took that deal. Mm. Well, come on, China accounts Ugh. for 34% of global that, box uh, office, and he's Ugh. a movie star now. Ugh. So, Ugh. like the Uyghurs, last year he learned he needed to get some re-education. <clears throat> Unfucking, yeah, it's just, oh, oh my God. You see, he, John, referred to Taiwan as a country as if it was a separate country from China, which it is. But China would like to do to Taiwan what it did to Tibet and what it's now doing to Hong Kong. So we were treated to this video. It's very, very important. I love and respect Chinese people. I'm very, very sorry about my mistake. Oh, just... Oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought steroids shrunk your balls. Right? Like, how fucking, dude, how fucking dickless is that? What? Like, I understand, like, you know, like, it's America. Like, I understand it's America. I understand, like, you gotta, like, fuck it. Like, money, you need money to survive. You need money. Like, money is very important. But to what extent? Like, John Cena's gotta be, you know, like, how much fucking money does he have? How much does he need? It's like, I don't know, like, I, I just don't get it. Like, is it really that fucking, like, having no balls and not standing for something? Like, is that, is that really, is money that fucking important that you need to be, like, I could understand if someone that's, you know, like, like, living week to week on a fucking paycheck has to sell out or like, you know, can't like has to, you, you have to, you have to fucking like do shit, like, you know, work for a company that you think is evil or whatever. You have to, you have no choice. Like you need to survive. We're talking about survival. John Cena doesn't need to survive. Celebrities don't need to fucking survive. They're, they're going to be okay. If they lost, you know, all their revenue in China, they're still going to be okay. John Cena is not going to go bankrupt. You know what I mean? But it's no balls. Dickless. Like John Cena. Like think about like saying, you know, 10 years ago, John, John Cena is a dickless fuck. What? That's insane. No. Well, 2022 John Cena is a dickless fuck. Wowee, when a country can make your big, muscly, macho man action stars grovel in their language, you know you're somebody's bitch. That is so fucking straight. Holy shit. In the original Top Gun, Tom Cruise wore a bomber jacket with the flags of several Asian countries that are our allies sewn on the back. Well, the flag for Taiwan has now magically disappeared for the upcoming Top Gun Maverick. Well, he used to be a maverick. Now he does whatever China says. <laughs> so... That shit ain't gonna stop either. 
So can you really blame 18-year-old Eileen Gu, who's already made over $31 million as the face of 23 brand products in China, for following in the footsteps of other American celebrities? Nope. Some of Gu's defenders say it's racist to ask if she's still an American citizen, and she herself won't say. Uh, just, just that statement alone is fucking retarded. She grew up in a like it. It doesn't even need discussing. How, are you fucking retarded? How do you call that racist? She grew up. She's an American. She is an American. She grew up in America. She's lived in America her whole life. It's racist to fucking ask if she's an American. Like, why is that racist? Right, that's what why I'm saying. Why was it racist to think that COVID might have originated from a lab leak as opposed to from eating bats? Besides the fact that the idea that COVID came from eating gross, weird food seems way more racist than the idea that it came from a high-tech lab. <laughs> right? Like, what the fuck? Like, we live in such a bizarro land. It's so fucking funny, you know? It's better to say that. Yeah, fuck it, you know. Got that shit from eating dogs and shit. Not, not a high-tech lab, you know? That's racist, you know? High-tech lab, racist. Eating dogs, normal. <laughs> Besides that, the definition of woke was supposed to be being alert to injustice in society. Mm. But because the woke now see race first and everything else never... That's true. Fear of being accused of racism has given a free pass on human rights abuses to China and any other places that are perceived as non-white. If China was in Europe, right. would they get away with having concentration camps without more of an outcry from America? Shit, if men that's a great point. were forcing women to wear this in, say, Massachusetts, would that go as unremarked on as it does? The Chinese classify transgender as a mental illness. They just edited Friends episode so that Ross's wife is definitely not a lesbian. If you do that shit in America, you're you're a homophobe and you will be canceled. But it's okay. Yeah, see, that's something that's something I didn't fucking I didn't even realize is yeah, maybe it is. Maybe that's why they're not getting canceled is because they think it would be racist to cancel them because they're Asian like dude this this time that we live in like everyone should I fucking think everyone should just get high and like because like this we live in such a bizarro land it's insane it's insane we live in bizarro land like what it, you know if only, and and you can't be wrong and being wrong you can't be wrong either like that, that's 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 why i find uh, i find so funny like like i always like i love learning i think learning is so like i love useless information i love learning you know i love experts like there's stuff i know and there's stuff that i you know i wouldn't say i'm an expert at but like i know a lot about and I could speak on those subjects, but there's a lot of shit I don't know. And I might speak on it and, you know, like get my mind changed. Like, like you ever see uh, Steven Crowder? I love Steven Crowder. We definitely got to take a look at Steven 
Crowder's stuff, like the Change My Mind segments he does, I think are amazing. Uh, one segment he did, in fact, he actually changed my mind on, on abortion, which, you know, uh, I mean, I'm still for abortion. I'm not, you know, I'm not like, you know, anti-abortion or some shit. I'm for abortion. Get all the abortions you want. But, like, he actually, like, changed my mind. because, And my point is, like, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to defer to someone that knows more than you. Like, I I love learning from people. Like, if I find an... Like, like with the, the cam girls I interview, I love learning from them. Like, because I don't know... Sh- you know, the shit that I don't know about, I want to know about. And I want to know from people that know more than me. Like, I... Because I want that information, you know? And I don't know. I just think people just don't have an open mind. I think that's a thing with Gen X. I think Gen X is more open-minded about things. Like, Gen Xers are... Like, I'll admit when I'm wrong, you know? I I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. You know, hey, I fucking... You know, everybody's wrong at some point. We can't know everything, you know? We can... And mistakes. We all make mistakes, you know? Like, I've made horrible mistakes, you know, and I fucking, you know, I admit to it and I accept it and, you know, I feel guilty about some of my, a lot of my mistakes, you know, like, shit like that. Like, you, I don't know, this, it's, we're living in a weird time, you know, it's just a weird time, you know, like, how the fuck is this okay, I, you know, like, you do this shit, like, you try to fucking, like, if Kentucky Friends censored in Kentucky to remove any mention of Carol being a lesbian. Boom! The internet is exploding in outrage, right? (sighs) Absolutely it is. But China said it, or China did it, and it's okay. Huh? What? Like, makes no sense. How would that go over here? Right? Didn't Martin Luther King say, an injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere? Uh, can, we, can we still quote him? <laughs> in, in 2020, NBA players wore jerseys that said freedom, speak up, and justice. Fake. But I guess those things only matter for home games. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Uyghurs. Someone yep. has to tell me That's where true. we got this rule that you can't criticize China because I suspect we got it from China. Because <laughs> after all, it's where we get everything else. Yeah, right? That's fucking true, man. <laughs> we get everything from China. Holy shit. Fuck. You look at anything you own, it's fucking made in China, but... Yeah, and that's what it fucking... That's what's fucking nuts. That's what's fucking nuts. It's all about money. We live in a generation of... It's about money. You know? And for for being... That's what's so nuts to me is we're living in a generation in a time where we have so much access to information and there's so much misinformation and it's it's insane and i i don't know like i'm sure there's so many fucking aspects to it and you know but i think if you you try to like dumb it down i think it's because we have so many dumb people 
Like so many dumb people have access to no, you know, to knowledge. <laughs> so many dumb people have access to knowledge and do not use that knowledge. Like uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's so many aspects to it. It's it's too tough to I mean, maybe someone smarter than me can pinpoint it, uh, you know, but because I've seen so many points, like different points uh, of the complexity of it, of how, you know, like, you know, it's you got dumb people, you got people that don't want to fuck it. They just want to hear what they want to hear and hear like minded people, uh, people that are just dumb followers that, you know, just too stupid to, you know, use any common sense. Uh, then you got like celebrities who just you know it's all about the money and they don't care and their fans just love them no matter what and listen to them as if they they're god and they can do no wrong i don't know man we just live in a fucked up time i think you know what it comes down to is i think gen x gen x is the forgotten generation because we're not wasting our time yeah, here I am wasting my time on <laughs> on this shit, but <laughs> but like cancel culture, like because it's so stupid that you know, like we're not we're not participating in cancel culture, you know, like it's just stupid, you know, like there's just I don't know, it's just it's fucking crazy. It's <laughs> We just live in a crazy fucking time. I'll tell you what, though. We're living in a great time for comedy, I think. Because so many of our comics are Gen X. And, like, they're just keeping it real. Like, Tom Segura, uh, Christina P., uh, Theo Vaughn. uh, uh, Who else? I mean, there's so many uh, fucking... You know, Louis C.K. I mean, just go off. Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle, you know, fucking Kevin Hart was on that list. He would have been on my list, except he sold out. He's a fucking sellout. Another sellout. Like, remember back, what, a few years ago? His his situation with the same shit. So he was going to host the Oscars. His dream, by the way, which he has said, it was his dream, and he fucking... Uh, someone pulled up an old tweet that he tweeted and he pussied out and apologized like a punk bitch and still couldn't host the Oscars. Like, Kevin Hart from back in the day would have been like, yeah, I said it. It was okay to say back then. Sure, maybe it might have been a little insensitive, but I didn't mean anything by it. it was, I was just trying to make a joke. It didn't land, maybe. Maybe at the time it landed, but now it doesn't land. You know, like, speak the truth. Speak what you really feel. Because I guarantee he that's what he felt. Because he's a comedian, and he grew up within that fucking, that, that generation of comedians. You know, with Patrice O'Neill and fucking, you know, Greg Giraldo and... Jim Norton and all them and you know what I mean guarantee he felt that way but he pussied out because he's a big movie star now and it's all about money it's what it comes down to it's all about money everything's about money you know speaking of money today's sponsor now nah, <laughs> I'm just fucking around <laughs> I don't got a sponsor but if I did that's where I would put the sponsorship Oh, man. But hey, you know, I'm fucking, I work a fucking, you know, uh, 
a regular job, nine to five. Well, that's not my hours. My hours are are really flexible, but you know, I still got fucking break my balls. I got bust my ass and shit. You know, like that. You know, I'm trying to survive. You know, but like, would I? Because that, that's another thing. I mean, would I fucking like? what I would consider selling out like you know even if I was making like say like what would be a comfortable like a number that would be comfortable to me would be say because I don't I'm not trying to go outrageous I would say a comfortable number to me would be maybe 80,000 a year if I made $80,000 a year that I know I can live comfortably without you know like uh you know going ape shit but also not struggling you know, I think 80,000 a year. Now, if I start making over that, would I start selling out for things? You know, like maybe a sponsorship that I don't exactly agree with. Or I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would. You know, because even like, because I, I mean, I have a little, pe- I can't say for sure, but I do have a little insight into that. Like during my time uh, doing Pervert Pete, the character I used to do, uh, because for about a year and a half there, I was, you know, I was doing Pervert Pete full time. I was making enough money to do it as a job, which was so fucking great. Like it was so like that was that was really a good time. And there was, you know, I had opportunities for sponsorships and I declined them. And that was before a time like, you know, getting a sponsorship was rare for anyone, even like huge YouTubers. You know, and I was a small YouTuber in a hundred thousand subscriber range, and and I was turning down. You know, I turned down a couple sponsorships because of that, because I was like, Nah, man, that doesn't fit my fit what I'm doing, so I'm not doing it. You know, and I needed the money. You know, it's not like I did. Oh no, I'm good. No, I needed it. You know, so and even with the like, cause I mean for probably around like I don't know like 20 I don't I don't even know because I didn't start watching YouTube till like 2012 but I remember back then like YouTubers were still saying like they do now you know make sure you like subscribe and comment and follow and like always reminding subscribers to subscribe or viewers to subscribe and like and all that shit and I refused to do that I refused because that, to me, that was selling out. It's like, if you like my stuff, you'll subscribe, you'll follow, you'll like, you know. But yeah, sometimes people need to be reminded to do things and all that stuff. But to me, that that felt like selling out. Every now and then, I'd do it, you know. Because like, yeah, it's okay to remind. But like, I, I hate YouTubers that do it every fucking video. It's like, I'm a subscriber already, you know. It's like, what about us that are subscribed to you do we have to hear you fucking drone on about you know how important it is to subscribe like and comment on your videos there's a youtuber the quartering who i fucking i have a love-hate relationship with the this guy the quartering i i I'm always interested in, like, you know, because, like, he covers topics every, you know, like, the daily topics and all that, and I always like to, you know, like, oh, hey, what's going on, you know, fucking, people are still pissing and moaning about Joe Rogan, like, what, that's crazy, and he clearly drags out his videos to the 10 minute mark so he can put more fucking ads in, and, you know, and he, 
he repeats himself just to get to the 10 minute mark and i i don't know i don't know and then he he made a video about uh about that i or part of his video was about that subject about like i have to tell people to like comment and subscribe because that's the only way to get out there and my shit my situation even now you know it's always been my situation has always been the same like my shit because you know i i fucking my shit's inappropriate highly offensive entertainment you think that's gonna get into any kind of searches of course not. I have to fucking promote my ass off. Yeah, that, because that's, that's also what he was talking about. Like, you, if you see on the side, I don't know what side it is, but, like, I have all the things. Like, I'm on BitChute, YouTube, Utreon, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Minds, Facebook, Parler, Google Play, Spotify, uh, Share Some. I mean, there's tons more. Share Some, Gab, all that stuff. Like, to get to different, uh, you know, get to different people, to get out there, because... I'm not going to get into search, especially YouTube. YouTube is not my primary fucking place to post. You know what I mean? Because uh, there's no way. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the main ones, I, you know, I'm not going to get into searches, especially with Per Repeat. Back in the day, I did before they, you know, they fucking figured out that, you know, Omega boobs was not a term they want, you know, like people getting into and shit because <laughs> omega boobs was like my number one fucking thing uh, uh search term that people were using that my videos were discovered on and so now like i'm fucking like now and then like i could not get into searches but i refuse to fucking you know always say you know make sure you like comment and subscribe you know and my uh what i was saying yeah going off and shit see i'm horrible at this but like the quartering what he i forget i don't know his his first name but uh yeah he was just going on about like how he has to fucking how important it is for people to subscribe and you know like follow him everywhere and yeah that's fucking yeah i'm in the same boat but i don't want to fucking keep i don't want to talk about it because you know the people that support me already don't want to hear it you know and that's my problem with him you know, he already has a big fucking following. And I understand. You want to get bigger. You want to get out there. You want the money. Like, let's be honest here. Like, I, I hear a lot of fucking YouTubers, especially big ones. And I'll consider him a big one because he has over a million subscribers on YouTube alone. Not counting the other... Where the fuck is it? The other fucking, you know, platforms and shit. And he's saying he wants to get the word out. And I understand that. I'm sure that part of that has to do with that. Like, you want to get your word out. Because, like, especially with people that are speaking about shit that isn't spoken about in the mainstream. Like, absolutely you want to get it out. But let's be honest here. You already have, you know... Like, I'm pretty sure even just his videos alone on YouTube, you know, they get over, you know, 100, 200,000 views. And he posts like five, I don't know, four or five videos a day, you know, like, I don't know how many views he gets uh, monthly. I thought I heard him throw a number around like 30 million, like 30 million views is a lot. You know, I think your word's getting out there. But, of course, you want to get it out to more people. So, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's a balance of where do you personally think of, uh, 
you know, what selling out is, you know? Like, I see, that's why with the quartering, I don't know why I'm going off on this. Uh, like, I understand what he's doing with, like, you know, hitting those 10-minute marks, you know, because you want more ads, which is more money. But when you don't have that much to say on a subject, because, like, some of his shit, like, I'll watch because I'm curious what, what happened with the subject. And, like, you can clearly see he's dragging it the fuck out to hit that 10-minute mark. And it's like, come on, man. You could cover this in, like, fucking six minutes or even fucking four minutes. Let's just say eight minutes you know, let's give you those extra couple minutes. So let's just say eight minutes. You can cover it in eight minutes. Why are you dragging this out? You know, that to me, that's selling out. You know, you, you're you not hurting for money. You know, of course, you want more money. You, you know, of course. But, you know, it, it's, it's a balance, I think. You know, and that's why I don't, I don't really like him. You know, for those reasons. You know, it just feels... I don't know, it just feels scummy. Like, come on, man, really? You know? Like, you're, you're trying to get so fucking big that you're not looking at your original audience, you know, or the people that support you. You know, I fell into that trap, too. You know? Uh, I mean, I had other issues, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had other personal issues, but... Like, you know, like, I was starting to fucking, like... You know, like, with the pervert stuff, like, explore in different areas and try to, like, expand. But then I was like, you know what, fuck that, man. Like, the the people that fucking support me love pervert Pete. Like, even now, I still want to fucking continue doing... Like, every now and then, at least put out a video or something for those old-school people that still, you know still love the pervert Pete and just want to see that shit like just throw it out there because i don't I'm, i don't have the heart for it i don't i'm not into the character anymore you know like that's uh, you know i'm not into it i'm just i just grew out of it. i can't put my heart into it. i can't because like when i do my fucking character when i do that character i always gave it like fucking a hundred percent like top of the fucking line like i would get my fucking mind all souped up and ready to fucking go like i was giving everything and you could see it like at the peak of uh pervert the peak pervert pete videos you could see my intensity was fucking level 10 level 10 intensity my my fucking comebacks were sharp and consistent and you know like there was no pause no delay like my mind was snapped like bang someone says something bang i got a fucking comeback bang i got a retort bang i got something to fucking you know a uh, physical thing or uh uh words or something i always had you know like i was fucking on my game you know but then i started to you know because of personal things i start falling out of love with it and this and that but uh you know i don't know what my point is my point is i don't like the quartering but i watch them anyway <laughs> You know, most videos I just watch for a couple seconds to see if he's going to fucking, you know, to see how long it's going to take and, you know, how long. Because you can usually tell, like, you know, like when he like he wants to fucking get into something, he gets into it. But when you could you could tell when he's going to drag something out and he's not alone, like a lot of people do it. Uh, a lot of YouTubers do it, you know, uh, lot of social media do it you know like fucking tiktok tiktok is horrible i know i'm going on and on here uh 
but these are fucking things that are dear near and dear to my heart where's the comedy you're saying right like this shit ain't funny this shit i mean to me it's funny like how fucking insane this this world we live in like like tiktok it's insane to me people still watch tiktoks uh, well kind of tiktok is addicting i'm fucking addicted that's why i try to stay off of it but i fucking hate tell me am i alone in this where i fucking hate the tiktoks where because especially now you can go to what three minutes on a tiktok i hate the tiktok the part one watch for part two or or follow for part two like they talk for maybe 30 seconds like something that you want to see like you know something's something's gonna happen uh it clickbait basically clickbait something's gonna happen but it's a part one right and it's only like 30 seconds long 45 seconds long and they're like uh you know uh follow for part two you know and follow for part three like they'll have multiple fucking parts but it's three minutes in total but they turn it into like six fucking videos when you can make that one fucking video just make that one video to the most let's give you a second video let's give you a part two you know but no they fucking turn it into six parts to get people to follow it's clickbait it's scamming it's so fucking to me that's fucking that is selling out like come on man like i know i mean i guess it's a marketing ploy you know like that's probably you know like 101 marketing or whatever you want to call it you know like marketers probably you know like they'll tell you to do that shit and you know like it's a great way to build your fucking audience and you know which means you just want fucking you just want the the notoriety Holy shit, it's windy as hell outside. The notoriety or fucking fame and money. Money's the number one motivating factor, I think, for everything. But where does integrity come into any of these? You know, it's like, at what point do you stop? Like, okay, let's just take building your audience. All right, you want to build your audience, right? But at what point do you stop wanting to build your audience and actually have some integrity in what you do you know what i mean like how many fucking like because i'll see those part one part two tiktoks where you know people in the comments are just like just fucking you know you could have just done this in one video why the part two or you know like i'm not following (laughs) i'm not following i was interested until you said follow for part two you know, because people realize it's fucking shady. It's scummy. I think it's a fucking scumbag thing to do. Like, you, like people are that stupid. Like, eh, that people are that stupid. But like, you're you're basically saying, you know what? I think you're a fucking moron, and I'm gonna get you to subscribe to my shitty channel or my shitty TikTok account that really has nothing, nothing, no good content, but. I'm going to suck you in with this clickbaity fucking, you know, fucking follow for part two. And then it turns out part two is just as bad as part one because there's a part three. And part three is the conclusion. But you know what? The conclusion? Garbage. 100% garbage. You know? I think TikTok is the worst fucking app ever fucking created. It's so addictive so shitty and then with all the fake videos and oh my god we could go on i could do a whole fucking episode on how fucking insane tiktok is you know i mean fuck 
every fucking episode of your mom's house podcast ends with how fucked up TikTok is. <laughs> you know? Great, which is a great podcast. I love your mom's house. But yeah, I mean, I could go on for days. But, you know, so this would be the the part of the show, you know, because this is the end of the show. So this would be the part where I say, if you're not if you're not following or subscribed, make sure you follow and subscribe and like and comment and rate and share with your friends and all that shit. Honestly, if you want to fucking follow or you want to subscribe, then fucking do it right i mean it's just like to me that kind of shit is just like common sense if you think it's cool or i said something fucking interesting or funny or fun or just you enjoyed you share it with your friends organically naturally like you know what i mean do i have to remind you no you're not an idiot you know you're gonna do what you want you know that's why i fucking it's so condescending in like what like social media is so condescending to people you know it's fucking amazing it's amazing the world we live in and that's why i think i'm not gonna say gen x is the best generation i hate that i already said how much i hate that argument but i think gen xers you know like i i don't know like (laughs) i don't want to say we have more integrity because that's a fucking that's as a, a generate there's uh, that's not a generational thing like oh we have more integrity than boomers or we have more integrity than gen, uh, you know gen z i think we just grew up in a different time we grew up in a different era where you know what we see as integrity or selling out or you know doing the right thing or what's wrong and we all don't do the right thing like i you know i haven't always done the right thing like i'm better like you know <laughs> Gen, Gen Gen Xers aren't better than any other generation. We all we just grew up in a different time and see things differently, just like any other generation. You know, it's just I think Gen X as a whole sees what's happening now in a whole different light than any other generation. You know, it's and it's crazy, man. I, I hope I hope more people fucking stand up for what's right you know because i think i think it could make real change like that's like all these people want change but they're going about it in the most asinine way you know you want real fucking social change going after someone's fucking tweet from 2015 isn't gonna make a fucking bit of difference it ain't gonna change shit you ain't changing a fucking thing but if you want to speak out about, you know, the, the, the atrocities that are happening in China, that could make a huge fucking difference, you know? That could fucking, like, you could be saving lives. You think you're going to be saving lives by fucking, oh, look, look what Kevin Hart tweeted in 2014. Oh, he needs to be canceled. No one needs to be canceled. China. China needs to be canceled, you know? Like... There needs to be some fucking change. Like, it's so fucking crazy to me. But I'm sure it's crazy to a lot of people. And this is the world we live in. It's a fucking crazy world, man. (laughs) But, yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll fucking... guess we'll end it here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And I'll see you next week. I don't have any guests scheduled. But you never know. Because, you know, I'm shooting this fucking weeks in advance. Because I'm a fucking, I'm a nut job. What can I say? 
All right, I'm Gary Gabagool. Thanks for listening and watching and all that good shit. And I'll, uh, I'll check you later, hoers. <laughs> right? I gotta fucking, I gotta incorporate that in a better way. Like, you know, I gotta have a line. Like, you know, like I said for Pervert Pete, like, you know, it used to be, check you later, Cockboy Nation. Oh, fuck yeah. Because that was, you know, Pervert Pete did the oh, fuck yeah line and, everyone was a cockboy everyone liked being called cockboys and so we it was cockboy nation check you later cockboy nation oh fuck yeah i need a i need an outro line right maybe one day someone come up with one because i'm too stupid all right i'll check you later and uh see you next week assalamu alaikum 